Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 246. I remembered the thing that you told me. Oh, hey, Sasquatch Frazier. What's up, Sasquatch Frazier? Oh, <laughs> uh, he- hello. Uh, I'm listening. Uh, oh, are you? Oh, you know, we did lose a listener recently when, when oh, Liz that's true. died. When, when QE2 so, died. Oh, I maybe, was like, uh, oh my God, why? can we call them? Uh, but, no, okay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we need every single one we can get. <laughs> yeah, we lost we lost Liz too, but maybe we could get Sasquatch Frazier to start watching the show. Yeah, yeah that's a good I idea. Bet, I bet Harry and Meghan might be into our, our brand mm. of Americana. Maybe. Why? Ish. I don't know. They're not in their nineties. <laughs> I do. I do like. They've the idea abdicated. Of, whatever. I like the idea of Harry being like, "Oh, Megan, listen to these American chaps. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pattern my American personality around these boys. Mm, Ooh, diarrhea, mm, <laughs> hog log. Is, like, Meg, Megan, is this what your friends were like growing up? She goes, "No." absolutely not not at all these not people are out of their minds <laughs> trash garbage <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's weird that's so many rings i got yeah, let's just rings. let's just cover hashtag ring section uh so there's five rings there's a a, a, a chain a silver chain is it a box link <laughs> what are we silver, looking at yeah. okay yeah mm-hmm. and then I got the new, mustache I got a... I got a new ring. Check out my new silver amethyst ring. Here's the thing. I think you have saturated the your life rings thing. I would never have noticed. And I would you just said you got a new ring and I can't tell which one is the new one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's diminishing returns, I think. So this one is this one is is Seth made for me. Mm -hmm. That one I do recognize. So shout out to at laser sloth on on Instagram. I have never uploaded any <laughs> pictures of any jewelry i've made there so i'm doing the so, like the thing where you post a picture of all your of all your your swag and you you tag where you got it from oh, that's right yeah okay Seth, you could really gwyneth paltrow goop this thing like yeah. god forbid we get famous oh my and, god you could sell rings for like nine hundred dollars yeah that's true and then, and then three of them are from uh american decay vintage.com <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a yep. sponsor? Maybe a sponsor. <laughs> he seems like a cool dude. Uh, sure. And then one of them is from KilroyVintage.com. Uh, and he sent, or she, I don't know who runs this site, <laughs> sent me a ton of like little, bump, like I got like five bumper stickers that are all like weird bespoke bumper stickers and like oh. a handwritten thank you note with a Kilroy was here drawing on oh, it. So geez. like... Yeah. Y'all should go and uh, shop these sites. You I'm know, really there. curious like about this Kilroy one now. I do you like know. that. Kilroy is a little more expensive because uh, uh, American Decay is a lot of um, stainless steel mm-hmm. rings, mm-hmm. and Kilroy is a lot of actual metals. So, precious Listen, metals. treat yourself. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. worth it. Well, I mean, you know, silver. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're workable. That is a yeah. precious metal. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get my new my new rings on. Mm. on Cammy. Seth, can you confirm? Uh, my wedding band, I think, has a uh, a crack in it, mm. and it's palladium. 
And I asked someone about it and they're like, <laughs> are you going to die? <laughs> no, no. They were just like, oh, it fucking sucks to work on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is. It, mm. it, it, I picked it arbitrarily, so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you would have like picked it because of science or something. No. 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 Um, it was just uh, sort of unassuming, and I said that'll work. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. The idea of having a, a a a very simple wedding band now suddenly bums me out. Oh yeah. Oh, because you're a gaudy ring boy. All yeah, right, I guess it's good that my partner doesn't want to get married. So you know. Oh well, all right. That's not what I mean. Wait, is your ring thing just like massive overcompensation? Oh, God, it might be. <laughs> oh no, we cracked the psyche. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bud. Oh no, I had no idea until just oh, now. I'll check marry you. Check out our Twitter. Oh, it's nice. Check out our Twitter oh. at Faking Movies. Yeah. Marielle works very hard. She does. It's true. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I am oh, rocked. Christ. Absolutely Shook. rocked. Oh. <laughs> I haven't felt this rocked since uh, I left Pandora yesterday and had to venture back into the real yeah. world. Now, okay. I have a question. You were. That's right, about everybody. S- I got blue pilled. That's uh, a. <laughs> all right. You mm-hmm. you have been wearing that joke out. That joke. Yeah. Yeah. Joke, said joke credit. Joke <laughs> credit to friend of the show Eva who came That's up with true. that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now you were talking about having seen previews before this movie. I they put new previews. In the, yeah. I guess you can do that arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But I would have almost assumed no previews. Like let's I just fucking go. I was wondering, but I think like Pandora. if you popping down money to see a movie. By the way, everybody, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, they re-released Avatar, uh, and I had never seen it, so I decided to go. Um, yeah, like the all new new movies. Um, the Fablemans looks amazing. I am going to go and openly weep for two hours and twenty minutes, or however the fuck long it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, okay, Avatar. Right? I'd never seen it. I'd always scoffed at it. I, Seth, I hate. We're it. both hoping this takes thirty seconds. Right? Plot, I know it's going to be five and a half minutes, but yeah. the plot is like okay. just nothing it's nothing in okay. fact well no, yeah of course it's nothing the plot it, is on nothing. a on a bad day it's a white savior movie <laughs> right that's the thing the plot is nothing and at best it's a kind of good intentioned but offensive yep which i think it is but mm. looking at it holy shit and i'm sitting there in the movie theater and for like the first 10 minutes of the movie it's just like some dude talking to normal people in like a science lab and it's like this why why do people think this movie is something special this is dumb bullshit and then you go onto the fucking planet and i forgot i was in a fucking movie theater and i think my theory is that the scenes in like and obviously we talk about this a lot with like cgi where mm-hmm. like cgi of real locations always looks fake because you know what the real location looks like We've sure. talked about that recently, in fact, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure it's the same thing for, like, 3D in this movie, where, like, yeah, a laboratory is a real place. This looks fake to me, or, like, it looks weird because I know what that actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you go out into this made-up world that doesn't exist and couldn't exist, and it's like, holy shit, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And I, I wonder if it's, like, they even ramped up the difference hmm. between, like, the real settings and the crazy alien world settings where like, Uh. I wonder if the the 3d and the set design in the real world settings is purposefully worse than it needs to be. So, cause like every time, every time they come out of the avatar thing, people talk about like, there's that whole like avatar depression that people got because they weren't on Pandora anymore. (laughs) And I don't, 
I certainly, this is a real thing. I certainly <laughs> do not have it, but like, I'm wondering, did they make the real world portions seem cheesy and fake to suck you further in to the like fantastical alien world to the point where like, I'm sitting watching a movie and it's like, this is really fucking happening at me. And then we're in the regular lab and I'm like, oh, right. It's a fucking movie. Right. Lee, when you say they, you realize you mean a a 60 year old James Cameron on lots of cocaine, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's they in this context. Jimmy Cameron. Yeah. (laughs) So like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, he is all about the, like the details and the specificity of everything. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And like, he lost Best Director to Catherine Bigelow that year, which deservedly, because oh, the directing wait, in this movie is not good. Sure. Wait, what did Catherine win? That uh, Hurt Locker. Oh, oh, I can't, I can't support a Jeremy Renner movie, but fair right, enough. Right, <laughs> but and the other thing is, like, Hurt Locker also won Best Picture, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, yeah. Avatar is definitely a better movie. <laughs> I think it was so hyped. Everybody was so tired of it by the time things came I around. Hated I hated like, it. Ugh. I hated it so much. I yeah. thought I was going to hate it. Well, you had fucking 10 years between having to hear about it every goddamn minute of every day. Yeah, that's and true. watching it. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I'm with Seth. I Well, I also watched it at home because I couldn't begin to do this. Oh, thing, if I had but... seen it at home, I would have hated it. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Well, it's not bad, but it's like, it's not the thing you wanted to hear about for a year and a half prior. Like, yeah. Ugh. I will say, you're talking about immersion. As a quasi, hey Zach, how's dis- your ASMR right now? While well, I'm pouring this beer into, the I microphone. actually can't hear it, and I'm sad for whoever has to edit this, but it's probably me. So <laughs> I think it's me. I don't know. Fuck me. Who knows? Mm. Um, anyway, um, as a semi Disney adult human being, um, <laughs> they have made Pandora in Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I am not kidding. When you talk about being immersed in the world, like you cross one bridge, and I truly thought I had like done acid at some point because it is spectacular yeah it is amazing all i'm saying is it's a fully realized visual experience it is Mm. it it makes you feel a thing that's for Mm -hmm. sure yeah Yeah. so you know i'm gonna get the leg extensions and Mm -hmm. the torso extensions Mm -hmm. and the arm extensions and seth and i'll be the ones in the mech suits just like taking care of business yeah Yeah. well they're the bad guys zach yeah yeah, we TCP might be the bad guys. As we just <laughs> slaughter that forest. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to know what the silliest thing in that whole fucking movie is? Is the big climactic fight where Zoe Saldana uh, kills a uh, bad guy marine mm-hmm. in the mech suit, shooting him, just loading him up with arrows. Not since Boromir was trying to defend the little ones <laughs> have I seen a man take so many arrows to the chest in the movie. Um, yep. And. And then she runs in to the like chamber where where Jake Sully had been in his oh, little Jake avatar Sully. container. Uh-huh. And You're describing details of a movie we have all like willfully forgotten. Yeah. she goes she goes in there and she realizes because his avatar <laughs> yeah. body passed out, so she knows he's not in the thing anymore. Uh-huh. And she goes and finds him on the floor, and he's suffocating because of the the air is not the breathable. Holes in the lungs? Oh, okay. Yeah, and. Uh, she cradles him in her arms and puts the mask on him. And I like it took me. You're out crying of the right now. I can no, hear no, no, no. you crying. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. It took me out of the movie so much because oh. the character model is so much bigger than like the uh. human. It just looked so fucking silly. I, I, it, was, it was, and it's supposed to be this really big moving scene. And it's like, yeah, but also it kind of looks like 
a video on YouTube for people who really want to be squished by a woman to death. Like that's uh-huh. what. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. There were definitely some, some maybe like younger folks that like were sexually awoken. By Very this influenced. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I told you guys, had I been in middle school and seen this movie, I would have so many Michelle Rodriguez posters all over my fucking walls. You could have just seen Fast and Furious. I think we were all at, yeah. some, point, at some point. Yeah. It's, it hits different as the kids eh, say. Sure. It, <laughs> Yeet. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez in a white tag top and aviators flying a fucking helicopter. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want to get on that helicopter too. I, again, I feel like you're describing Fast and Furious pretty much, but yeah. Yeah, didn't they fair. do that? Fair, fair. At some you point. You know what they might have? Yeah. Honestly. Maybe not the first one, but like it it escalated to mm-hmm. that at some point. I mean, they're, they're already like shooting a shark shaped car into the moon or whatever. It was a regular car. I think it was a Fiero, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is shark-shaped-ish. And that's what I loved about that one, about that set piece, was it's like, hey, guys, space is fucking crazy. And, like, the fact that they're up there at all should be an action sequence alone. It doesn't have to be some, like, grand thing. It's like two guys in a car in space afraid they're going to die. Yeah, and it was that, yeah. My my only Fiera Hallmark, and I will take this to my grave, I love it so much. I one time, my, my most recent time I fell off a motorcycle, on the big, big, stupid motorcycle, uh, a guy in a baby blue Fiero. This is 2020, I think, like recently. A guy in a baby blue Fiero screeched to a halt. He was like maybe 20. He jumped out of the Fiero and came to my rescue. And he's like, hey, man, are you okay? And the only thing I could think was out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, is that a baby blue Fiero? <laughs> and sure enough, I turned and I was like, weird. And then he like helped me get my 850 pound motorcycle. Up. <laughs> and then I just sat there for a second. Like, that's a story. All right. Neat. Like, <laughs> like so many Jake Sully's being cradled by Natiris. You and, Perhaps. and this man and the baby blue Fiero. Yeah. yeah. He was an angel from heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe Pandora. Could have been. Probably not, but yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I had to. I can't I, like, wait. Okay, now I'm, you... I'm, my my partner's away for the weekend, which is the only reason I went to see this because I know <laughs> she would not have gone with <laughs> oh, me. In fact, she no. said flat out when I was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we saw Avatar?" Because I've never seen it before, and she was like, "Get the fuck away from me." We I like I like how you that. you wanted to do the thing, but you phrased it as, "Wouldn't it be a cool goof if we <laughs> went to see Avatar?" <laughs> Like when we went to cheese, she was still in like, no, I needed to talk this at someone. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very, you, you now have to see the second one, like when it comes out and I can't wait for you to be vastly disappointed. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to take this like, so, okay. The Thomas Harris Hannibal Lecter novels, right? Okay. So I read, I, this is going somewhere. About? I read, <laughs> I read Red Dragon when I was in eighth grade. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's a good book. I'm in eighth grade, so I think this is a good sure. book. And then I read uh, Silence of the Lambs two years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like almost 20 years difference between yeah. when I read these books. Mm-hmm. And I bought a copy of Hannibal at the thrift store for 75 cents. And I will read that in 17 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so tracks. I didn't see Avatar until... 13 years later, I will see Avatar 2, The Way of Water in 13 mm. years. Oh, okay. I mean, 
I guess that is in keeping with the tradition, but mm-hmm. I just want you to know that you're wrong about Avatar. Yeah, like, it's not good. I told yeah. you it wasn't. I don't think it's a good movie. It's just incredible <laughs> yeah. to look at on a movie screen. I hated it. Sure. I hated it so much because it's yeah. CGI bullshit the entire time. Yeah. Especially, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Cameron Hubris is the worst thing, where he's like, this is going to... It, it's fucking Zemeckis with Polar Express. It's like that thing, where he's just like, this is going to change the universe. And everybody goes, well, I mean... Maybe if I sat okay. closer to the screen, maybe that should have helped me. I sat in the very back row, because I don't fuck with people in a movie theater anymore. Oh, with the closed air spaces. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Oh, we I, just go I, I miss Wednesday watching on... movies without a fucking mask on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we just go in the afternoons when wife of the podcast has off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were there were only like five. There were literally four other people in the theater. So like but. for Avatar in 2022, you don't. That's crazy. <laughs> it gets re-released intermittently and it does well all, all the yeah. time. Like everybody talks about hating that movie, but it makes money every time they release Somebody it. Somebody must so. love it. So again, I don't understand why they re-released it like nine months before the next one comes out. That no, the next one comes sense. out in December. Oh, I thought it was summer it's 2023. It's like Christmas okay. movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. They played, I know this because they played a sneak preview of Avatar Way of Water at the end of the movie and uh-huh. put up the release date on the screen. Is Jake Sully still around? <sighs> yeah, him and Natiri have a kid who's played by Sigourney Weaver. Wait, but how? What? <laughs> Wait, but how? Because when Sigourney, her character's name is Grace, died she became part of the giant, you know, like ancestral hive collective. Right. Because but she she didn't have the strength to continue on living in her avatar body, but she did was pure of spirit and got absorbed into wait, the planet. But no 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 no. That, that that's not the thing that I have an issue with. I, I like also <laughs> Seth not to interrupt. I, as soon as Seth, you asked why, and then Lee got one and a half words out, and you went Mm-mm, and shook your head. You were like, "I don't. I already don't. I don't. I don't want any fucking any part of this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, no, no. Just, of- I don't know how a robot version of oh has sex because- with a. It's not a robot. The avatars are genetically engineered. We're, we're all clear the... that James Cameron is super duper on cocaine, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You've, you've heard of his treatment for Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man fights Doc Ock in heaven. Like That sounds awesome. I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch that. That sounds way cooler than a bunch of, yep. a bunch of the, blue tiger the, people. The poster quote is just, no snort sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fame director. Goes, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> Oscars, Love. baby. Mm-hmm. Oscar mm-hmm. winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think based on looking at the cast list and the, the character names and then cross-referencing it with the character name, because, you know, the joke everybody makes about no one remembers any character names from Avatar. It's like, that's definitely true. I just saw it, and I couldn't tell you. But based on the cast list and then checking character names, I think there's going to be a lot of cloning in the sequels because a lot of people who died are playing the same character in the sequels. So maybe maybe it's a side quill. Like, like, like that takes place at the same time, takes place at the same time on a different part of the planet. I'd say yes, but it's not because they already said it's a sequel and set in the future. Well, and... fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Much like Queen Elizabeth II, I think all of our listeners have died. I feel like I've died. <laughs> yeah, same. 
Whatever. Where we, else am I gonna? Where else true, am I going true, to true. vent no, is, about Avatar? We, it is a it is a testament to how lovable you are that we you do these things and we engage with you on them. Even though if it was any other human, yeah. even my wife or my children, I'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck off with this!" <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Oh, mm. confirmed. Zach loves me more than his family. That's good. I guess so. Manifestly, yeah. <laughs> so it won't be weird when I change your will and your family tries to contest it and everybody's like, well, there's all this audio evidence of how much say, more he loves them. This is point. on the record, technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let course, it be known. So the thing I just said. But... True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, fellas. I'm going to have to feed this cat because I didn't expect... <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> fucking 35 minutes of avatar picture. yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna feed the cat um that's so we're taking totally a, fair. a brief break sure by all means by all means god damn it i i don't want to say this on record but i you, you somehow make me almost want to go see avatar in a matinee yes oh my god <laughs> I do, I'm not going to do that. There's absolutely no world in which I do that. But like you talking about it and having, again, gone to Pandora, Eric and I went uh, two years ago mm-hmm. down to Animal Kingdom or, uh, to the thing and did the thing. And I was like, we were riding the ride and it was like super fun. And I was like, wait, is Avatar good? And I was like, no, no, this is brainwashing. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, I, yeah. Full on. It's not good. In, in but it's enjoyable. Of, yeah. Yeah. It, now, the, like, the trailer that you saw for Deuce, I've also seen a trailer. It was maybe two or three months ago. No, it was before Babies, so three months ago. And it was basically nothing. It was just a series of clips with music. Like, it didn't tell you anything about the movie. Because oh, I don't think they've a, actually cut the movie at this point. Yeah, probably, it wasn't but, a trailer. Yeah. It was a, oh, okay. a scene. And oh. it's a new Navi character. Uh, wakes up on the back of like whatever the equivalent of whales are. Yes, that, yep, okay. And starts to talk to the whale about and thank it for saving his life. And then he releases, he, he take pulls like a harpoon out of the whale's uh, fin and then they sure. swim together for a while and there's no other words, it's just music. And that yeah. was it, that was the, the trailer. Okay, so that's not the thing, but it's in the spirit of the thing that I saw. Where, So there was a lot of um, them uh, being one with nature, and then mm-hmm. a lot of war, uh, you know, as is the first movie. where it's Right, because like, at the end of the first one, Giovanni Ribisi goes, you know this isn't over, right? Right, and there's a lot of natural stuff and a lot of not natural stuff, and obviously the metaphor is tortured. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was just, we both turned to each other after that one, and I was just like, I mean, that looks cool, but I don't know what the fuck. It, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Which again, it, if the movie wasn't finished, then like, what do you expect from a trailer? I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I, I think it's like it. It's. It, I don't know if it if it's works in the argument of why we need cinemas. If anything, I think it works against it because it only works in a cinema. Sure. Well. uh hmm. I mean, I like that argument, though. Like a fucking barbarian that me and Chris were talking about. <coughs> like, whew, that movie's going to be pretty good at home, but that movie was 
fucking really good. Like in horror in general, mm-hmm. you know, horror and is Erica, always great with a crowd. Yeah, it is. And, and when you're immersed in it, and you can, you have to pay attention to it. I think because there's a lot mm-hmm. of slow parts in horror movies, and you can easily phone it and whatever. Yeah. Well, and Eric, when it's a good horror movie, the slow parts add. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Erica loves seeing the fucking Marvel stuff and theaters too which i don't give a shit anymore but like she likes yeah. it I'm like okay and even that is like when you actually are forced to pay attention to it it's more enjoyable than when you're at home and you're just like i guess i care about this i'm told i care about this so apparently i do i don't yeah the last one i got excited about was was infinity war and then the last one that i have actually seen in a theater was endgame Oh wait! Sure. I saw the new Doctor Strange, but that was just because we did movie day, where we just watched. We went to the movies and just hopped from one to the other based mm-hmm. on what was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange was the last one we saw too. It was fine. Like, but yeah, again, exactly. I think I, at home I would have been like, I don't remember a single thing about that movie. Oh, and sure. in the theater, I was like, eh, okay, it was a six, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay. That's a, the new Thor was like exactly that for me. It's like, yeah, oh, I that one saw, too. Yeah, I already saw mm-hmm. Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, i watched t- it at home taika but, taika's really good at his thing but like i've seen it <laughs> like it's fun <laughs> he really leaned into i'm the thing that people want in a thor movie and not the way that i present the characters happen to be a thing that people want he's yes. like no, no no it's specifically me yeah I mean, I, I guess I, having three ways with Tessa Thompson and Rita Ora will do that to a guy but <laughs> i mean <laughs> yep and i don't even know who one of those people is so is it rita Ora? well you've yeah, seen she's, yeah no, she's famous <laughs> i think she sings i think <laughs> yeah mm. yeah there's a lot of red carpet footage of them being a couple allegedly uh yeah did you did you see the joke about trevor noah leaving the daily show nope he's i, I heard it was the death of late night tv but I don't. I think that I happened know. a while ago. So yeah. So he said he's leaving the Daily Show, and I saw like someone made a joke of like, you know, someone going on TV, going into an interview and saying, "I'm gonna quit my job so I could focus more time on having sex with Dua Lipa" is one of the most relatable things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, I didn't know him and Dua Lipa were uh, a thing. That's Again, another person. I have no idea who that is. I just know you uh, like Dua Lipa. She's. Uh... Yeah, she has a bunch of, she has one extremely good song and a bunch of like pretty okay songs. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Um, wow, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Like, and he's likable. Uh, James Corden's the other one who's extremely unlikable, but recently oh said God, he's, he's the hanging worst. Yeah. yeah, but I think yeah, everybody's like, no one watches TV anymore. And also, these people are ostensible. Well, James Corden not so much, but Trevor Noah is a comedian. Like, he's like, I want to go do comedian shit. As far as I understand. Which like yeah, why wouldn't you like you've you've done it for seven years, so the paycheck has been had. Like you have money, mm-hmm. presumably. Like go like, do you the could thing. Just you lean actually into it and keep going if you want, but yeah, but why bother? Yeah, well, it's, it's like John Stewart left, and then over the course of the next few years, he like made his passion project movies, and everyone was like, yeah, these aren't that good. And yeah. you don't want that to happen to you. You just want to do like, you know, yeah. But then John Stewart started being an activist and uh, standing up to Mitch McConnell and shit in Congress. And that's pretty cool. So. I mean, he <laughs> he always was that. I think it's just that like yeah. now it's the only thing he does. Yeah. Well, and he he's not beholden to like his own job anymore. So he can be like really aggressive about it, mm-hmm. which is super yeah. fun. Yeah. We were just talking about Trevor Noah and 
well, you know. Do you know what he is planning to do? I haven't. Uh, according <laughs> the joke I just told Zach that I read on the internet uh-huh. was someone said, uh, if <laughs> someone said quitting what was it quitting my job to spend to focus more time on having sex with Dua Lipa is one of the most relatable things I've ever ha- seen in my life um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I, I will repeat uh, none of this is going in the show anyway I will I will repeat uh, uh, I, I don't know who that is other than I know Zach uh, likes her music and she's famous yeah that, she's she's a very pretty lady um yeah <laughs> i think it, just, it does not matter who she is i think that sentiment rings true no matter what blank you fill there <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah. i'm going to quit i have the the resources to quit my job to spend more time <laughs> intercoursing a person i find attractive <laughs> or like, even going further just doing anything i want to do other than my job <laughs> oh yeah that's true oh, we all know that one yeah good god Yes, sir. <sighs> so where were we? Oh, uh, I think we were going to finally start the app. Mm, we were, so we've left Pandora, is what you're saying. <laughs> God, I fucking hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Seth, you're doing a movie this week. Um, oh, they, wait. I was waiting for Seth to throw over to the episode. I forgot. It's his episode. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I'm Seth's faking a movie, a movie this week. This week. Um. Yeah. And um, this is in the recent tradition of our show, a movie that Lee has cursed us with. Oh, um, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool, and n- cool. Not only myself, I had to watch the movie. We'll talk about that part later, but cursed you with a terrible title and a kind of weird cast. So yeah. I, it turns out that the eighties are a treasure trove of this particular mm-hmm. configuration. That doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Consider me the La Marchand configuration and the solving of it is you doing movies with weird casts and bad titles from the eighties. Yep. We can't get, we can't get into how excited we all are for the new Hellraiser. I, as we're recording, Oh, we're going to do it. As recording is happening, (laughs) the new one comes out next week. Zach, you have to update your rankings. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do a thing about it. You just have to update your rankings. I, my pre-ranking is it's still going to be number one at the top and this one at the number two spot. That's my guess. Yeah. Two might... I mean, I don't remember your ranking, but but I remember liking two. It goes one, two, and then no one cares after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We'll find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Anyway, Seth. Oh, we're back to me again? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, For now. <laughs> well, so I'm faking a movie this week. It's called Heart Beeps. Now, <laughs> one word, actually, one it. word. Yeah, please, please spell it just so in case anyone. H-E-A-R-T-B-E-E-P-S. You asked for clarification on this. You're like, wait, heart beats? And we were like, no, nope. unfortunately not. Yeah. Which is funny because it was typed out and you you were still so confused. Yeah, I was. Understandably. It, it's a terrible type. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Um, yep. So the actors that you gave me were Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. uh, Bernadette mm-hmm. Peters, famed star of stage and screen. So far sounding Great really promising. So far, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Randy Quaid. Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. Oh, noted insane uh, fugitive in Canada. Yeah. Probably. Um, it... Also, you know, noted uh, pilot. Mm. 
From ID4. Yeah. yeah. No, he literally cannot come back to the States. I think he evaded taxes for like 10 years and he's like a sovereign citizen or something. He's out of his mind. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's yeah. a garbage human. Really yep. race to the bottom with Dennis, mm. you know, for being a shitty guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Forgot about that. Um, right. Next, you gave me Chris Guest. Um, I assume mm-hmm. Christopher Guest, but... Um, yeah, it's Christopher Guest. Mm-hmm. It's, we're on a, a nickname basis. Yeah. And then Jerry Garcia. Yes, that Jerry Garcia. Was what you Which out. Mm-hmm. Turns out. Seth, I'll let you in on this one. Zach sent the proposed cast to me mm-hmm. after I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and I said, Jerry Garcia's in this movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, I knew that cast, watched the entire movie, and went, Jerry Garcia's in that movie? <laughs> 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 Unclear. But apparently, yes. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. So uh, some failed ones. Let me mm-hmm. see. Uh, I just have um like the shoes from sneakers, and I'm not sure what I meant there. I think maybe <laughs> oh. Kev's version where it was like a heartbeat yeah. in yeah. the um, but that would go Kev's, with Kev sneakers had a heart monitor. Heart yeah. beats. Not heart beeps. Yeah. <laughs> not not the real sneakers, but the one in our hearts. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. the real sneakers is also in my heart. I, don't... <laughs> mm-hmm. I do yeah. love that movie. And yeah. and then mm-hmm. um, the other note I have here on her failed is fart beeps? Question mark? <laughs> Ooh, I'm listening. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the whole, that's, that's the only note. Oh, it says God. fart beeps and then is... about ellipses. And that's and that's yeah. all I got. <laughs> so I know I'm pretty sure Zach for sure knows the story. I assume you do too, Seth. The the Joe Esterhaus who wrote um, Showgirls, among many oh. other movies, mm-hmm. uh, sold the concept of Showgirls by writing it on a napkin, and they gave him like two million dollars for the for the, the the script that he hadn't written yet. Yeah, that's hmm. fart beeps from you is the <laughs> is the two million dollar napkin to me. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> If we're a like less horrible Harvey Weinstein, you know, back in whatever time, you're like, fart. Be- yeah, okay. Here's five million. Yeah, do whatever you, you gotta just, do. Yeah. You could have just said a movie executive. You I to, couldn't like, think of any other one. If I'm being honest. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant just the, the job title. Mm. Oh, generic. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, uh, Lad, who just died. Uh, not Alan Lad. Um, Carol, his son, who was the head of Fox, who greenlit uh, Star Wars. Oh, uh, God. Laddie, oh. I don't remember his first name. Anyway, him. He, you, you could him. Okay, hmm. noted. <laughs> right. So we should learn one good movie exec, so you don't have to ever reference Harvey Weinstein. That would be mm-hmm. that would be good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bruckheimer, Jerry Bruckheimer. Ah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good enough. Who's probably morally neutral, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let me get into my actual plot. Um, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of long and I'm surprised because I thought, uh, when I came up with the idea that it did not have legs. Um, so, but looks, looks like it's going to be a long one, fellas. So strap That's it. Exciting. Okay. <sighs> Curtain rises. Wait, no legs. Is it in the, uh, Wally universe? Shut up, Lee. Curtain <laughs> rises. People don't, people don't use their legs anymore. I, I, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I, I just... You can tell Lee's partner is out of town because he has no one to bounce his good or bad thoughts off of. It's true. And boy, it's just a time bomb at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, um, go ahead, Seth. <laughs> curtain rises. We open on Andy Kaufman singing a sad little song about how he's plumb out of ideas for art. He feels washed up and wants to inspire and dazzle and horrify people with his art again. Um, is, um, is this uh, Andy Kaufman playing Andy Kaufman or? Andy yeah, because that sounds a lot like Andy Kaufman. It does. Yeah. No, he's he's playing a character. We'll oh, okay. get there. Okay. We'll okay. get there. It's, it's, it's some it. kind of mixed media artist, not a not a performance artist. Oh. Um, hmm. okay. okay. Anyway, in walks his stoner roommate slash boarder slash tenant Cherry Garcia. Who uh, who says something like, uh, you just need to put yourself out there, man. Uh, put yourself into your art. Be the art. Um, and uh, <laughs> we see Andy sink even lower into depression. Uh, he goes for a walk down to his local bar where Topher Guest is the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really, really turned that Chris around. I love that. <laughs> After sharing some dialogue and woes, uh, Andy and Topher are interrupted by Randy Quaid and his entourage of assholes. Um, through a mm-hmm. boisterous song, we learn that... Oh, this is a musical, by the way. I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know if that was obvious, but this is a musical. It is. That's now, why man. it opens with the song. Um, huh? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, through a boisterous song, we learn that Randy is a rival artist and has just secured a deal to have a massive show at a gallery in Uptown, quote-unquote. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm Randy. That's because I'm better than Andy, uh, is the title of the song. Um, uh, (laughs) Why why does does Ru mean better? Oh, better than Andy. He's Randy. He's better than Andy. Anyway. I got it, I got it, I got it. After some, the exposition song is done, um, and a lot of musical dunking on Andy for a while, Randy and his crew depart. Um, if there were, if, if it were possible to be even more depressed now, and Andy is, (laughs) um, Luckily, his buddy Topher Guest is there to cheer him up with a get back on that horse styles drinking song. Um, And, you know, during the song, Andy gets inspiration by, you know, sort of looking at his own face reflected in a number of various objects. Uh, The mirror behind the bar, bottles, uh, the shiny copper, you know, bar, because it's a fancy bar. Um, yeah, and they've bought, they they have a a big supply of barkeeper's friends, uh so it hasn't uh, oxidized, Mm -hmm. sure. Also, man, writing a musical movie is twice as hard because you have to name and thematically figure out all the songs and then also the plot of the thing itself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You can just do what you're I really do and come up with great. jukebox musicals all the time. You don't got to do shit for that. Well, Seth's like, doing double duty. I'm like, pretty I, sure I, I, that I, I, don't, I don't have titles for most of the songs. I just remember the, the Randy one. You, um, you, you, you've been doing it thus far, and yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what's so perfect about this? Fan about to leave Broadway, you can just move right into that Phantom Zone. Oh, like, um, I yeah. like the idea of riding into the Phantom Zone. Mm. <laughs> Me and Zod. Yeah, you. I yes. just, I just love being <laughs> that in a, strong lady. Ooh, and a tetra, <laughs> like a just a tetranomino, just flying through space or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, he sees he sees his reflection and gets inspired. Um, you know, bar glasses 
his pool of whiskey etc yep sure um andy run homes and he passes cherry garcia uh who also (laughs) says something encouraging after noticing that andy sort of has a spring in his step uh ever so slightly and andy begins to work on something in his studio you know zach you know what else might have springs in their step we'll get to moon boots no it's a teaser for this tease horrible movie okay anyway Mm -hmm. uh we don't see anything but it takes weeks and during this time cherry garcia sings us a song about time passing and all the sounds and materials going in and out of the studio space like um there's like a montage of andy carrying shit across the room and banging um uh and clacking in the background that sort of stuff um i think that'd be a kind of fun song because it has like a lot of ambient noise going on it's a real uh Oh, that one went with uh and uh with with uh Garfield that came out last year. Tick tick boom. It's real tick tick oh. boom. Oh jeez. I, I thought you were I thought you were talking about f- feline groovy. No. The the other Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Lasagna. Yeah. You know, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, Tick Tick Boom was really good. I don't remember there being a lot of ambient shit in there, but wasn't mm-hmm. there a lot of like this I only saw a trailer, but isn't there a lot of like st- then why making, are you talking? <laughs> making your own music, like, uh, no, it's just about his life and like how he wished Rent would have blown up, and then it did, and he died, and it's a whole. It's anyway. Finally, Andy <laughs> is ready to show his buddy Topher Guest and his roommate Cherry Garcia his new art project. Um, and Andy, I walk- prefer to live with Chunky Monkey myself. <laughs> you done? <laughs> Okay. This is this is getting good. <laughs> I, I do want to say those are my two favorite Ben and Jerry's flavors, and I haven't been able to find either of them for months. Wow, that's weird. I actually don't like Ben and Jerry's too much. I was gonna say I can't imagine having a favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah, yeah. That's not my... I buy whatever ice cream's on sale, and mm. when it's on sale, I like to buy the flavors I like, and I just yeah. can't fucking find that either of those. Yeah. You're not you're not um, eating that Stephen Colbert themed one with the potato chips in it. Um, I've never actually had that one. Uh, it's fine. Um, anyway, sorry, the cat just did something very cute. Um, oh. she 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 pulled a toy onto a pedestal and then was like attacking. It's very cute. Anyway, nice. <laughs> Finally, Andy is ready to show his buddy Topher Guest and roommate Cherry Garcia his new art project. Andy walks back into the room and says, here it is. And then he and, you know, he sort of or he he walks back into his studio room and then out walks um, uh, Andy, but painted gold. Um, Oh, uh, the golden Andy says beep. Topher and Cherry are confused, and they keep talking to Golden Andy as if he's not, you know, as if he's like regular Andy. Um, And in response, Golden Andy just says, beep. Then abruptly, the, the Golden Man walks back into the other room, and seconds later, Andy comes out, but with suspicious smudges of gold on his face and hands. Um, so, so we what? don't know Don't, 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 don't project anything, Lee. Do not guess <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, not, not projecting a, another movie on this. This is 
like your college freshman year worst fucking nightmare where you're like, okay, there's a guy on our floor that's doing this thing. He's doing a bit, and, but we don't know if they're doing a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I also, I want to play it cool because I want ever these people to be my friends. Yep. But I, I think this is the worst thing that is, oh, yeah, I've no, ever experienced no. in my entire life. All I was saying is, so the other characters don't know, aren't sure if it's a bit or not. Yes, that's exactly it. Because or they're you know, they're kind of sure, well, yeah. but they're not entirely. Yeah, sure. exactly. Or so, like the movie's yeah. pointing us in one direction or the other, but we can't be certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And here's here's the dialogue where I have with that. You know, he has these smudges, and he says, "Fellas, do you like my project?" I call him Robandy, because um, <laughs> he's a robot. Uh huh. Sure he is, buddy. Sure he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so the middle bits of the film are Andy and Topher and Cherry trying to solicit galleries and art houses to, you know, let him exhibit his new project. Um, they sing so, it. So they're into this? They're, well, are, they want to they... support their friend, right? Okay. But, but like secretly they're like, oh my God. Yeah, kind fuck? of. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> okay. embarrassing the whole time. Um, yes. And they sing a song. At least he's out of his creative rut is probably what they're saying. Right. Sure, yeah. Sure. This is, and then the next thing he does will be great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so okay. they sing a song about Robandy. Um, in fact, <laughs> uh, throughout all of this, you never see Andy and Robandy in the same room at the same time, of course. Um, (laughs) All the time, Randy is skulking around in the background, plotting and scheming. Um, He even goes so far as to poison the well at a couple of, you know, galleries. Um, Mm. You know. Oh, Randy does this. Yeah, yeah. It's hard hard to track. Um, uh, Let's see, where am I in my very long thing? All right, so... uh, uh, (laughs) Randy tries to discredit Andy and Robandy. Um, uh, Finally, somebody agrees to allow our boys to put on a show. And as soon as Randy hears about this, he meets with the gallery owner and asks that they (laughs) not embarrass themselves, showing such a fraudulent piece of so-called art. Um, And before the... I know, right? He's a real piece (laughs) of shit. Before the exhibition can be approved, the Randy-influenced gallery owner asks Andy to prove Robandy is actually an automaton. Um, Does this gallery owner, like, not understand how art works no here. he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> okay um, we're, getting into the, we're getting into mechanical turk territory here. yeah a little uh, bit uh randy and the gallery owner call up bernadette peters uh who is a professor of robotics right. at the university oh, i had forgotten yes <laughs> um they want her to prove that robandy is just andy in gold paint um mm-hmm. and bernadette shows up to andy's studio and he sort of guides her back to the room where robandy always is and they go <laughs> in for five minutes while tover and cherry anxiously sort of wait in the in the main room um and bernadette and andy uh, uh emerge from the room and tover guest uh, nervously asks you know how did you like the art Bernadette Peters responds, uh, it's not art Mr. Kaufman has made. He's made a marvel of modern science. And then sings a song about how this this project will change the world and all sorts of stuff. Um, 
It's really good, though, because it's Bernadette Peters, I assume. Yeah, it's spectacular. Um, So now the show can proceed, and Randy is even more irate and wants to take Andy down. And uh, just before the show, Randy and some axe-wielding thugs break into the studio. Um, You know, Andy tries to stop them, uh, and they push themselves into the room. Leave him alone, yells Andy. He hasn't done anything to you. Or what I wrote, he has... He... He's... He ain't do nothing to you. I don't know why I wrote it that way, but that's what I wrote. Yeah, why not? Um, there was another layer of punning that you just forgot about. I think so. Um, sure. And Randy yells, uh, he, he, he. It's not a he. It's a thing. And it's a poorly made thing, too, as he brandishes an axe and runs into the other room, and we hear smashing and crunching. Um, I'm so I'm confused as to whether Randy wants it to be a robot or, like, what... I, uh, Which version does Randy think would be art? Well, the robot or the acting like a robot? R- well, either way, he he's he was going he's to there no matter what. Yeah, he's just shitty, okay. and it doesn't have to make sense. It's a musical. You're right. <laughs> um, and Andy crawls into the other room, and we see him walk out carrying a golden robot head uh, that looks just like Andy, but has an mm-hmm. axe gash through the face. <laughs> Um, and he's so agi- agitated and he's all disfluent and he yells, he, Art, beeps, um, and breaks down weeping. Uh, Randy oh leaves. God, it was, it was a chopped and screwed the whole time. <laughs> did you start with that? Yeah. No. <laughs> Wait, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. You worked backwards from he, Art, beeps? Yeah. I, you, usually that's the goof up front. This Have is. Have you ever considered like. <laughs> Putting your skills, like the amount of, of creativity and brain power that you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered, like, I don't know, running a charity or something? Like helping say, the th- world? If, <laughs> if you if you did this publicly, in, in 50 to 100 years, you would have a foundation that people would make for you and a museum mm-hmm. named after you with all of, all of, all I of guess, my, this. All my goofs, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah, like it's people that, people wow. still go to, like, the Oracle of Delphi site in fucking Greece. <laughs> it's like your house would be the, like, ah, the man who... Who plays with words? Come, and I, let's sit at his I, altar. I was thinking, like, 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 like the Warhol Museum, where it's like people still go to look at the soup cans, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like Seth's thing is like more compelling, confusingly. <laughs> Man, oh, a, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> what, a, what a place I used to walk by constantly. Mm, and never yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so after after this exclamation of he art mm-hmm. beeps. Um, <laughs> Randy leaves. He's satisfied that the uh, exhibit will not continue. Mm-hmm. We open the next day to find that the art exhibit is still happening. Oh, obviously. Randy shows up and is surprised to see a smiling Andy. Go right in, he says. Um, Randy enters the room and sees dozens of golden Andys and all sorts of like styles and colors and, and all sorts of things. Randy had destroyed the prototype, but all of the new models were already at the gallery because who the fuck brings art to an art installation the day before opening? <laughs> That's just yeah. stupid. 
I mean, I don't know from art, so but I, I take your word for that. Yeah, it's, it's reckless. It's yeah. it's really dumb. Like to yeah. not have stuff set up yeah. the day before your exhibit. You, you would be you would be uh, labeled difficult at that point. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone would. You, not. you have to. So what you're saying is you have to already be established to pull off something like that. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Something probably. this big. Yeah. Probably. Regardless. Um. So now there's just a chorus of beeps because the Robandies only beep um and so all of the robandies are singing a song of beeps uh and this is the final you know you know big set piece song of the film it's no lyrics it's just beeps <laughs> it feels like uh close encounter is kind of like final okay. scene. kind of yeah you know, it's very symphonic s- kind of speak, yeah. speaking of you know uh, can the, i the... i'm so close to finishing okay <laughs> Like, very, very close. I stopped talking. Okay. All right. Right, right, right. (laughs) So there's no lyrics, just beeps. Randy gets some diarrhea from eating some bad canapes. Um, And Andy, Bernadette, Topher, and Cherry all celebrate their new fame as they unveil a sign. He, comma, art, comma, beeps, exclamation point. And that's the end of the film. Okay. (laughs) Wonderful. What I was going to say is... uh, the synthesizer portion of the song Bob O'Reilly by The Who mm-hmm. is a overlaid and uh, the, the speed is played with of the four members of the band's heartbeats. Oh, oh yeah, I do remember Ooh. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Heartbeats, okay. if you will. Yeah. They are, so they, they are, they are the, the heartbeats of rock and roll. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Whew. Seth. So that was my movie. Yeah. Seth, that was really good. Yeah, I uh, loved it. I, I, a, I loved it. A a musical just off the bat, and you it, it wasn't shoehorned. Like you actually like explained how the musical part would happen. Yeah. B an indictment on like kind of shitty modern art. Like yeah, you're not trying hard enough, and you're like I don't know that anybody cares about this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I, I like, like there was a plot hand, in there. there. There was like character development. And shit. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I also think there's like kind of a mini genre of like movies that are like critiques of the art world, like that yeah. that, fits, oh, yeah. that this fits into. So yes. Yeah. 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 People won't be confused by. It. I am surprised no. because I really didn't like it when I first started it, and. Much like this movie, yeah. And then we didn't Continue like it to not like when it. we finished mm-hmm. it, <laughs> and everywhere in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were probably closer than maybe you thought you might be. Oh. <laughs> so, Seth, let me ask you a question. When I said uh, springs in their step, what kind of uh, who would have a spring in their step? A literal spring? Um, would it be somebody on a pogo stick? Is this a pogo stick mm. movie, much like uh, BMX Bandits? No, no. Oh. But think that, that's a good that idea. Sounds, just put that in the back burner for your yeah, next. Yeah, like, that, that sounds people, very cool. Mm-hmm. I do. I would watch that, especially if if Nicole Kidman did it in an AMC theater. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, think think more connected to your movie. Springs in their steps. Is this and, a, is and, this about the rite of spring? Uh, by um... no, Seth. It's not about spring. You're thinking too hard. Oh. It's very much like your movie in one very particular way. Uh... Springs or gears or you know metal instead of skid. <laughs> is it stomp? 
No, what? You're just doing this on purpose. Though. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read the IMDb. Ah, Stravinsky. One. I forgot Stravinsky's very, name. Sorry, uh, Igor Vasilevich Stravinsky. Is that is that is that? Yeah. So it is no. it is about the riots. No, Jesus, no. the riots exactly. in 1910. Remember? I, this, very... Is this what it feels like to talk to me? God damn it, <laughs> you, Lee. We've talked about he. You were this person, and he's getting you back for being that person. This is it's a zero sum game, unfortunately. Oh boy. Um, okay, okay, the IMDb it doesn't have to be. I, <laughs> that's up to you, bud. <laughs> it does kind of have to be the the Seth the IMDb one sentence summary. Very very short one sentence summary is two household robots run away and try to start a family. Is one of them Cherry Garcia? No, well, he's he he's the fourth the, household robot. He does the voice of a robot that they build yeah. and treat as a child. Yeah. What? Is this yeah. Avatar? No. Oh no. Well, no, it's not. In in the way that it 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 it, it aspires to be a lot more than it is, and nobody liked it. Maybe this sounds yeah. like a remake of a French movie. I have to say, you know, it does, but it's not. It turns yeah. out, but you're this, right. This, this, you're right. This it does seem like, like a French, a French movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. No, this is a and like all of the robots are like a little too sexy. Like mm. they got their. I don't. They got I don't their, find any sexy of the is not a word I would use to describe. Yeah. These so, so let me tell so you, none of the robots Peters? have their have their robo tits out or. No, huh. Bernadette Peters is one of the robots, <laughs> and she is zero percent sexy, which is weird. <laughs> I, I was just saying, do you guys remember the the NBC made for TV miniseries nope. The Odyssey with Armand? Oh, I do. Yeah, actually, mm. yeah. Bernadette Peters played Calypso in that, oh, and I remember being yeah. a young boy and thinking, mm, "Red hair, pretty great." <laughs> I think Bernadette Peters generally. Pretty great. Well, I didn't know who Bernadette Peters was. I just no, knew I just... there was a sexy lady turning people into pigs and thinking like, mm, please, mm-hmm. I'll okay. cut your truffles. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, that was, this, that was that the was line. A that little was deep. A little too deep in that one. <laughs> Again, we found I'm it. alone we this weekend. I'm... That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You look I'm like saying... a middle school baseball coach. It's, 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 yes, yeah, so everything is there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Lee, what it, uh, can you... Actually, no, you should be able to summarize this movie... In a longer way, but a very short, longer they way. They kind of did it. Um, okay. This but... movie is nothing. <laughs> All right, Seth. Hmm. Robot Factory. Mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman and Bernadette Peters are robots. Like the, the They Might Be Giant song, Robot Parade? Nope. Um, it's a good so... song. They're See, bo- Lee, this is, you <laughs> talked through his whole thing, and now he's going to do it to us. That's this fine. is why we don't do this thing. <laughs> That's fine. We do this thing every week. You I know. I'm kidding. Thing. I love it. I yeah, love like, it. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're both robots that need repair and they like get put in storage next to each other and they fall in love and start to develop like consciousness, I guess. Wait, they have we didn't. We didn't, in... we didn't motivate why robots. This is in the future. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, have, yeah. we have different robots in different Near-ish jobs. Future. And some like Jetson style robots who are just like butlers, essentially. And mm-hmm. our, our two robots are those. So they're butlers man. for different situations like andy yeah. kaufman's robot knows about i just saw the vanity license plate on my bookshelf sorry um <laughs> and Wonderful. andy kaufman's robot knows about like lumber futures so like as they're falling in love like part of the thing in the movie is like they have to keep coming up with excuses that fit their programming to do things and then it, that becomes less and less of a thing which 
from a story standpoint that's sure. like makes sense but it also just doesn't come across because it's a fucking terrible movie it's like, <laughs> look at look at those trees in the distance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i could be better at my function if i went and investigated those trees would you come with me if and i robo fucked in those trees <laughs> yeah is, right it is and, like there, there are robot movies that are more contemporary, like iRobot or Ex Machina or whatever. Mm-hmm. What about they... Bicentennial Man? Bicentennial Man. That thing <laughs> sure, I why not? Yeah. I, I mean, terrible. But yeah, it, <laughs> it tackles the what is the purpose of robots thing more than this movie does. This movie just assumes robots and then moves on immediately. <laughs> They're just like, oh, robots for no reason. Let's yeah, get into they... the sex part. <laughs> but then the whole movie is like interrogating the idea of like, well, what if they what if they have consciousness but it's just bad but it's barely it's bad uh, barely yeah. The, yeah. the poster so, for this has like a fucking tank on it okay i'll get to that okay I'll get to yep that that is that jerry is jerry that's happening it's in the jerry background of the entire movie okay so okay. they they go off into the the woods and they don't go alone they go with another robot who is a cat skills comedian robot oh a thruple yeah no, he just also comes. Oh. He just, I don't he just yeah, like, he does. He's just, nice. <laughs> oh, he does. He's he's slightly sentient, like the other robots that we're with. He, so they're like, oh, who plays well, the you seem to style comedian? I don't robot. remember. Uh, it's some guy who was born in like nineteen. He was born in like World War One. Mm. Uh, he's infinitely old. Probably a Catskills comedian. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he, he becomes like the grandfather character because they go and they steal a truck and they go off into the and like battery power is a big thing. Like they have to conserve their battery power. Sure. And they're like, we have to carry all this equipment. What if we built another robot out of our stuff to the and it's their child. It's this little robot that's a little tank and it's their not a big tank. It's just like a little cart. Huh. And it's their their child. And the Catskills comedian ends up being a grandfather figure to the child because it's the only person who thinks his jokes are funny. Um, and that actually pays off later. It's fucking weird. Randy Quaid and, uh, I think Kenneth McMillan is his name. He plays the like head of the security company in the John Candy, Eugene Levy movie armed and dangerous that we've done on this show before are two robot factory employees who get in trouble for these robots running away. So the whole movie, Mm -hmm. we're just getting scenes of them (laughs) trying to find the robots. Bumbling around, yeah. Do do you guys ever, do you ever have that moment of clarity where you're like, hold on, we are three, like, very reasonable adult humans in our mid-30s, and I'm hearing the things that Lee is saying right now, and just going, when I was, like, 15, I did not picture my life being <laughs> <laughs> I did really like, think I would have like more trying, swords at this trying point. to rationalize like <laughs> no the robots and like here's their motivation though and like I'm hearing him doing it and I'm like yeah how else would you do it but also <laughs> what the fuck in the absolute world are we talking about <laughs> you know, I love I this was... I love this version of reality there are so many worse versions of reality than yeah this. speaking of things on my in my eyeline right now when I was 15 I definitely thought I would have at least one wrestling belt and thanks to friend of the show Aaron oh, I do that's true um, sure enough sure yeah. enough true. so that, that came true I know isn't it nice to know that like you can be the thing you wanted to set be set attainable goals kids if your yeah. goals are like you know cost less than $400 you might be able to accomplish oh that. yeah Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was 15, um, I never would have imagined that in my background I would have a more than 200-year-old samovar s- sitting <laughs> covered with plants. 
There you go. I, mm-hmm. I do like that that is your like high bar for uh, success. <laughs> no, I mean, it's up there. At 15. It's up yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That are that are my original Escher. Uh... <laughs> I do I do have Absolutely. on fewer chains than I did when I was 15. Mm, so. That's true. Well, how many chains did you necklaces. think you were going to have on? Well, at... I used to wear two necklaces when I was 15. One of them right, had and you thought, oh, I'm going mm. to grow up mm-hmm. and wear fewer because I'm going to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, I'm time to put aside childish things. <laughs> yeah, let's let's fucking get a job and join a union. It's a real, uh, <laughs> real, uh... <laughs> Jeez, real coal cracker puff the magic dragon going on right now. Mm, yeah, well, <laughs> that is what kind of accent I have. Um, so, <laughs> most of the movie, Seth, is Bernadette Peters, Andy Kaufman, this little cart robot, and the Catskills comedian robot just walking through the woods, rationalizing why they're doing a thing. So, that sounds so awful. It's boring as fuck, and then so, so you're, also... you're gonna you're gonna need so much like actual meta background for this to understand why this happened, and we will get there. Oh yeah. god! Um, so also the thing you mentioned, Seth, there's a tank. It's like a crime stopping robot who is like has a malfunction and overhears that these robots are missing and decides that it's that its purpose is to find the criminal robots. So like, there's also a bunch of scenes of this robot trying to find the other robots. Oh, you, you meant the criminal tank robot. There's also a good guy tank robot. It's just a little kid. It's, it looks like a a wagon with a robot. It looks like Wally sort of. Yeah. Like a shittier one, like a shitty Wally. Oh wow. Everyone made out of erector sets. Awful in this. That's what. Holy well, they, shit! They, mm, well, more on that. They, they were nominated for a makeup Oscar. <laughs> it was the first year that they did this category. And it, it's special effects, right? Yeah. Or which which category is it that they I think got just makeup for? Or makeup and special effects? They really not? didn't have a makeup Oscar until then. No, it was the first year. They oh lost to um, somebody. They who lost was... to American Werewolf in London, which right. thank God that movie came out because otherwise Heart Beeps would be an Oscar winner. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah, but, I mean, it's... God, the new IMDb sucks. They rearranged where everything is on the page. I can't even like. Yeah, yeah but but this. like yeah. you're right. It was best makeup, and it was the first year. Yeah, boy. But Stan well, Winston did the makeup for this movie. I like, mean, it wasn't like to, to be fair. Like it, it is a good makeup in in terms of like transforming, but like it, it still looks like horse shit. It does. It, it looks. It awful. looks. It looks okay. Apparently, it Burned was a Peter's fucking nightmare. Oh, to I actually am sure burn. that yeah. that paint is poison. Yeah, well, they, they, they use gelatin. Especially looks bad. Oh they, my god, Seth! You know Andy Kaufman died of a really rare form of lung cancer that you're only supposed to be able to get if you've been exposed to like caustic chemicals in like working in a chemical did plant. This that he movie definitely was Andy Kaufman. Could he have been killed by heartbeeps? Oh my god! Uh, no, it's probably cocaine. But I mean, does yeah, well, cocaine give you lung cancer? Uh, well, do you, do you if, think if you lung cancer is the reason he actually died? Do we really yeah, that? he died of <laughs> lung cancer. Like, I don't know why you... Right. Hmm. I don't know. He didn't die of a cocaine overdose, if that's what you're did, getting at. Did he not? Maybe he no. did. Unclear. Okay, okay. All right. It, it, it. Oh, my God. Anyway, I think apparently, there, beeps killed... There, there is a lot... killed Andy Kaufman. Killed Andy Kaufman. So the, the makeup artist was very famous, apparently. and But he, he was doing new things that looked good, I guess. It's, I don't know. It's I, fascinating. Stan... Stan Winston did the makeup for this. Yeah, yeah, it it, it looked like fine. You but know, apparently, he did 
yeah. Terminator and Jurassic Park yeah, yeah. and Edward Scissorhands. The, and, the, yeah. the like angle stuff that they had to do for the robots uh-huh. um, was made all out of gelatin. And I forget where they were. Like, um, It sounds delicious. Somewhere that was like hot enough that the gelatin was melting. It looked like Northern California. Oh, I was gonna say Northern California, Oregon, something like that. Yeah, but it kept melting all the time. So they they would take three four hours to put this on, and then the shooting days were like not you know eight to ten hours. They were like three to four hours because it would melt at like noon, and then they'd have to like stop. And they were like it was like hell on earth apparently. Um, yeah, but yeah, and you're breathing in all them fumes and getting lung cancer from it. Uh, apparently, yeah. so so like, like Jed Clampett movie... when he almost died from playing the Tin Man. Exactly that, uh, and then he got recast while he was in the hospital. Yeah, that was a shitty move, guys. Cool. <laughs> uh, so this movie kind of follows the same story structure as Fury Road, in that oh. they go out on a straight line to find freedom, and then realize that uh, what they thought was freedom isn't freedom. And then uh, begrudgingly go back. No, who? Um, um, and who's then the blood end up... bag? Uh, it it turns out it's the Catskills comedian. Oh, actually, that's fun. Oh, oh do they harvest his bits? I'll... Okay, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Willingly, willingly. So anyway, he mm. they they go on this like little odyssey. They have a like interaction with the tent robot. They meet that, Cersei. Like, they, out, or, uh, they outsmart uh, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> they outsmart the tank robot. They end up in a junkyard trying to salvage parts, and that's where Christopher Guest is. Him and I actually don't know the actress. Hmm. Um, uh, she wasn't in a ton. Melanie Mayron, I think her mm. name is. Yeah. Um, they run a junkyard and are like oh look at these cool ass robots who showed up because they know a lot about robots Mm -hmm. and they try to help them out as best they can and then they they like leave to go back to the factory because they need more power and on the way andy kaufman and bernard peters like actually are able to express their their Mm -hmm. love that they've developed to each other kind of but like they power down and die mm. but in the meantime their little baby that they made is also gonna die of no power and it turns out that um what's his name uh catskills robot was running on uh 10 joke power so he still has 40 percent battery left and he gives his battery <laughs> I, I, I love that that's so fucking stupid <laughs> it is so dumb he gives his battery to the little guy and the little guy goes back to the junkyard uh, when Randy Quaid and Kenneth McMillan show up because it's like, we only have three robots we're trying to take back to the factory. We don't care about this fourth one. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to live with them. They all get taken back to the factory and they get their memories wiped a bunch of times, but for some reason they can't shake the memory of what happened. The heart beeps. Mm-hmm. So they just get decommissioned and because they're decommissioned, they end up at the junkyard and then Christopher Guest and uh, uh, Melanie Mayron. Uh, fix them up brand new and give them new power supplies and they have all their memories and they they get to have a family now and also they make another little robot baby and they have two robot babies mm-hmm. and that's heart beeps hmm. garbage, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> zach has just been chain vaping for like the I, last... I have <laughs> i turned my mic down and i've been just like uh, yeah, divorced mom at the Pennsylvania bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's um, gross. Also, this I movie. think the last scene, the last Ugh. scene is the robot gets memory wiped, the, the crime robot gets memory Aww. wiped too, and then 
he's like, ah, I tricked them. I didn't get memory wiped. Off to find the criminals, and that's the last. Oh, so scene. they so set I up a sequel. They're gonna get murdered now. Oh. No, no. Uh, yeah. Yes, and also no. Heart, heart beeps too. Tank robot so, revenge. Seth, lot, yeah. lot, and it, lot, and it's a of... horror movie. It's actually called uh, uh, what is it? Chopping Mall. That movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I it does. It totally blows. <laughs> I really, I want it to be good so bad, it, and it's it, not. Yeah. I mean, the couple from Eating Raul is in it. Yeah, That's kind of fun. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, but is Chakotay in it? No, mm. unclear. Seth, there's a lot of history about this movie. Um, okay. Confusingly, okay. So this more. was Andy Kaufman. You, everyone knows his thing, right? He used to wrestle women. He had a big it was like, all a work. Come on, yeah. <laughs> he had a persona, right? Mm-hmm. But he wanted have you ever to... seen his his primetime special from the seventies? That like it is truly incredible i mean that jim carrey made a movie about his life and Mm -hmm. it was like 500 million dollars like yeah yeah, everybody the likes it rem made that song about it and like people i think people talk about this it's like "Mm, the genius comedian the tortured soul it's like andy coffin was not the tortured soul andy coffin was just the genius comedian and like truly had a vision and what sorry i just like he is yeah no for sure Andy Kaufman as a comedian doing his performance art is incredible. Yeah. Hmm. Andy yeah. Kaufman in a movie. Mm-mm. So yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, he wanted to star in movies. That was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He was extremely famous at this point. Yeah. Uh, went to the studios. This is 81, the studios, right? So. This is right around the time Taxi ended, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Went to the studios. They were like, okay, we're not going to give you money for your own movie. But we'll put uh, so let's... much shit on your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, kinda. Yeah, they're like, let's l- let's do a screen test movie. Oh where my we... god, he was thirty-five. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah. Wow. He was basically a Carl Havoc before his time. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, right. shit on me. So this is this is his screen test. They were like, can he carry a movie? Let's find out. Um mm. and this was this is what they chose to be the his one like Carrier movie. I know. <laughs> yeah. I like it's it's clear to me that they did not want to actually fund him as a movie mm. star. I, like, but but like on the flip side, why would he reading this script be like, yeah, I'll I'll stake my entire future Hollywood reputation on that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It doesn't like, make as, any goddamn sense. Hey, any port in a storm. Sometimes you take it. No, but this this movie on paper is exactly what this movie is in real life. Like, so? it sucks. It's terrible. Hmm. It's really bad. I, I'm with you. I totally get it. I know what you're saying. But I think, like, you know, if he doesn't have the oh wow this is in the middle of taxi so like he's in the middle of he's on a sitcom he's like i don't it doesn't matter how famous i am i'm still a sitcom actor i need to do the thing right before they'll to, give me to a jump chance. the shark yeah. as it were yeah and like being this person who keeps getting heralded as the this great creative genius it's like well yeah of course i can pull this off mm. yeah mm-hmm. I, but so yeah this was his thing he agreed to it he started it I don't know what the fuck Bernadette Peters thought she was doing here. Like, again, yeah, she's does she get massively famous? Anything? No, mm. not really. No, they. I, yeah, I don't know why she anyone mostly agreed to do this gives movie. stilted dialogue as a mm-hmm. robot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and and so does Andy Kaufman, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um. So this 
turns out was his last movie. He died. Uh-huh. This was the last thing he did. Uh-huh. Um, he, he died a few years later. This is just the last movie he did. Right. Uh, well, this movie yeah. was so Cause, unsuccessful cause, that cause they cancer takes immediately a canceled to metastasize. Um, right. 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 The but they makeup. they canceled his deal. Like this movie was such a flop that they were like, "Oh, you're she, not." Bernadette Peters the immediately went back to Broadway after this. Mm-hmm. By the way, as she goddamn should have. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, apparently the. Um, first uh cut of this movie the from the director i forget he's not like that famous but anyway the executives and the studio hated it genuinely hated it they hired a new editor cut it down to 79 minutes nice that's not even feature length my boys not it is a quick it is a quick watch it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it yeah but But it's they were like, all right, we spent enough money on this. We have to shit out something. And it, the the thing they shit out was bad. Genuinely bad. Mm. It is nothing. It's so nothing. <laughs> so the, the director of this movie mostly does TV at this point or has been doing TV for decades mm-hmm. at this sure. point. Um, but he did he did make other stuff. What, I, sorry, let me... He has one other, like actually no well-known thing alan arcouche his name is mm. yeah. yeah um oh my god the new imdb is so bad it is really god hard to damn use. It. Yeah, it's okay. really hard to first use. they came for my box office mojo and i was annoyed <laughs> oh yeah my imdb and i'm also annoyed <laughs> and also feel bad about using this because it's very mm-hmm. serious this is the end of the internet of yeah mm. um he directed rock and roll high school the like the movie with the ramones huh um Okay, interesting. It's, it's like it. I think it's a it's a very well loved movie. Uh, yeah, for a certain set. Sure. This this movie. I mean, you sent me this title, and I looked up the IMDb page, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, okay, Kaufman, Bernadette Peters. I mean, I'll give it a go. And I, oh, I did th- this to you. Yeah. yeah, you no, yeah. This was a crime for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh also he directed <laughs> Caddyshack 2. Oh, the squeak. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. I the the last <laughs> yes. thing I wrote when I watched this again, 78 minute movie that felt like it took a week of my life. Thank thank the gods it's over. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I wrote was I don't know that I fundamentally watched this movie. I think I was around while this movie existed. <laughs> yeah, this movie occurred around you. Yeah, I just oh, I barely you, watched it and I was still like very upset about it. <laughs> you're like you were like in the Tesseract at the end of Interstellar. Yeah. And like just yeah. going through your life, guiding you to different points where you wouldn't have to watch this movie and yeah. you just didn't notice the clues. I like you it, didn't you didn't notice that the watch was doing Morse code is is the problem. <laughs> I think you're giving it still too much credit, but yeah, it, essentially I, I kept writing things down. Cause like, I was like, well, we got to talk about something. And I kept writing things down and then like giving it three minutes and just like deleting the whole thing. Like, no, that's nothing. Like this movie is nothing. My thoughts about this movie mm-hmm. are nothing. Like it, it, it's just bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It was bad. Like I feel bad for Andy Kaufman. Like this was going to be his thing. And then he knew. I think he disavowed it like immediately. He, yeah, he, tracks. he there's yeah. a famous. Uh, he went on. Um, he went on uh, Letterman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gave a a public apology and mm-hmm. offered to refund everyone who went to see the movie oh. their money. 
And David Letterman, of course, I'm sure they worked this out ahead of time, joked, ah, do you, can you really break a 20 right now? Like, because mm-hmm. 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 yeah. no one yeah. thought this Speaking of which, the, the money was, and again, they were staking oh, Andy Kaufman. They were like, mm-hmm. this could be the, like, he could be the guy. Uh, so it cost $12 million. Holy shit. Unsurprisingly, like, again, they thought it was going to be great. Uh, it made it $2 million. Oh, boy. <laughs> so colossal. There have been bigger, bigger shit. Failures. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, with Andy Kaufman, like, ah, like, it was, it, 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 it makes you wonder. It like, like everybody <laughs> was, like, not well used and then you know the studio was like ah this is not worth our energy to no but like even the script and the the, the, again that they they had like a two-hour movie and they cut it down to 79 minutes and whatever i I wonder if the two-hour version had any extra cool shit no no it would have been more walking in a field yeah you could not make a good movie out of this if you try the hardest ever yeah you know what this is this is the kind of thing that sh- at most should have been like a straight to video VHS animated movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that is Sounds the- like the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. No, cuz that's like there's I don't know I've things never about seen that. It. Like Oh, people like Brave Little Toaster. Well, I know yeah. people love it, so I got nothing. <laughs> this is like the third sequel to the Brave Little oh, Toaster. Oh, yeah, like, the Land Before yeah. Time this is, Four. This is, yeah, this is like a late period Land Before Time. <laughs> it's Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> no, this is back. Leprechaun to the in hood. the Hood is actually kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is this is back to the Hood. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. this th- this was truly that like it's it's not so bad. It's good. It's so bad that it's nothing it's like nothing, it's yeah mm-hmm. so bad yeah and it's sad again because it was his last thing mm-hmm. and oh yeah wow sucks. I, what I, i'm glad bernadette peters rose out of this like phoenix a phoenix yeah. And, <laughs> yeah like did her own thing as a massively Arizona successful kind. person i think that's no no <laughs> never i think that's a thing though with like with sorry phoenix Broadway people, especially, is like if, sure you can always go back. If your if your non Broadway success doesn't quite work, Broadway is still there waiting for you. Like you talking talking about Idina Menzel, <laughs> and I was thinking like, many other know, people. Audra, Audra McDonald could play Mother Superior in the Carrie Underwood Ooh. Sound of Music, and everybody'd be like, "Oh, that movie sucked," but I guess Mother <laughs> Superior was pretty good. And then she shows back at the Tonys and is like, "Guess what, bitches? I'm gonna win another 18 Tonys." Yeah, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we knew the whole time. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's like we knew they would treat you wrong. Just yeah. come back. Yep, we yep. love you. Come back. That to makes the fold. sense. Yeah, Ugh, this sounds oh, awful. Why? Why? It is. It yeah. is a travesty. Yeah. yeah. Well. So yeah. along that note, um, Just, yeah, with one point five thousand, okay, fifteen hundred votes. Okay, um, <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't know what you were doing. I, thought this was I just a robot. was reading it as it appears on IMDb. It does. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fifteen hundred votes. It is a four point two. Oh, that seems high. Um, <laughs> that is it, too high. It does because that's does. the problem with this movie. It's not that it's bad. It's that it's bad and boring. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the real problem. Yeah. It is. It is that like nothingness mm-hmm. that is the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's also it's short and it still feels not short. Yeah. It's barely longer than an episode of Star Trek. 
Yeah. It's barely long enough to be considered a feature film. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's not. It's True. not, though. 79? Oh, you're right. 80 minutes, I think, right. is the cutoff. Well, yeah. no, to be fair, they, they did, uh, like, they dropped it. Everybody dropped it. They were like, this is bad. Let's just, like, shit it out. And, like, everybody mm-hmm. knew along the way that this is terrible. Mm. They didn't, like, try to, like, let's get our money back or whatever. Why they were just like, no, nope, this is bad. Like, just uh, fucking get know. done with it. I guess oh, I guess they I, spent a whole lot of money already on the 12, prosthetics. Twelve million in the eighties. Yeah, it was like a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it got the Oscar nom, so maybe they were like, "Oh, let's re-release it." You know. Sure. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Andy Kaufman's character's name is Valcom seventeen four eighty five, and Bernadette Peters calls him Val, and Bernadette Peters is called Aquacom eighty nine o forty five, and Andy Kaufman calls her Aqua. Yeah, the whole, just so many times, mm. and the reason she's called Aquacom is because she's programmed for serving drinks at pool parties. Right, right. One second. This oh, is a universe where we have such incredibly specific robots that there are robot pool party servers. Yeah, I mean, if if nothing else, like, do look up the like visuals of this sure movie because like. Uh, not to like the makeup work it was fine like it was okay but like just the makeup work is extensive it is extensive but like imagine like bernadette peters and uh andy kaufman just showing up and thinking like yeah this might be good yeah i think we're doing a good thing here i just like from the jump i could not get over that like you have to know this is a terrible right <laughs> like, yeah. yeah well and like did you watch the trailer no, I did not. The, the trailer is uh, narrated and and introed by the Catskills robot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, I oh, just. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So, so it's okay. We we vamped, and no one would have known you were gone if you didn't say sorry. Oh, just fuck That's me. True. He he had no way to know. He had no way. To know. <laughs> That's true. He had no um, way to know. But Zach's right. I mean, this look, will, up this will look, look up pictures. Look up the pictures. If you look up the, the pictures of. The of Andy Kaufman, Bernadette Peters, uh, the fucking Rodney Dangerfield looking dude. <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, then, no, I saw that. Yeah, he, de- and he then, does look and then like Rodney Dangerfield. Fucking Wally at the back. Like, the, you get the whole movie. Like, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's so stupid. Alternatively, or additionally, what you could do, uh, you could do what I did, which is uh, go on the Bernadette Peters Wikipedia while we've been talking mm-hmm. and find out that she did a Playboy spread in 1982. And look up the pictures for that. So, mm. I'd be lying I'm not going to apologize. No, it, Bernadette Peters is one of those mm-hmm. uh, like early uh, teenage childhood. Uh, yep. yeah. Anyway, it's this up is there. Is, that, up is there. that because you grew up with a, a, a father who was really into musical theater? Yeah, it's yeah. part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the most common early 2000s boy crush i'll just say I know. but i see bernadette peters now in her like 60s and i'm like she looks great i know she looks great she and looks also amazing. it's it's it still has a weird something about it yeah <laughs> by the way so all right all right so this, this horny was, boys this was, what yeah i know <laughs> horny jail right this was this bernadette peters is i i'm not bad. saying she's, that she's not an she has had like a, yeah. a 50 year career and she is amazing mm-hmm. in every way. yeah uh this is this this lost best makeup Stan Winston who has won four best makeup Oscars mm-hmm. lost right. Right. in this race to Rick Baker for an American Werewolf in London who has won seven mm. best Ooh. makeup Oscars so and also Americans, American Werewolf yeah. in London is a 
bad movie, I think. No, it's a great movie. Are you oh. fucking kidding me? American Werewolf in Paris is a bad yeah, movie. That's yeah. the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Rice, right? Anne Rice? Nope. No. Neither. Nope. 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 Who wrote those? Just, no one of note. Mm, it's, yeah. it's, they're just, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, the third uh they those are they are probably the two most famous makeup artists like in oh greg greg nicotero i mean come on i don't know who that is walking dead and fucking like recent stuff Uh, also uh who's the guys doing the the weird uh stop motion thing currently oh i was gonna say that the number three guy in my opinion is tom savini mm-hmm. uh who apparently has never won an oscar which blew my mind is, but who, who's the guy that's doing the stop motion movie that's coming out like this year and he's been working on it for yeah. like 30 years you're talking about mad god and that's yes um, <laughs> he doesn't do makeup now he does stop, effects. stop special effects stuff. yeah okay. mm-hmm. all right yeah, fine. so greg, greg I, nicotero whatever i found out that uh fucking tom savini's never won an oscar which blows my mind wow um seth okay. if you go to the grocery store i think you go to there's a big billboard right across from it that says tom savini is a good amigo <laughs> what i swear to god next time you're there <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me to be honest mm-hmm. sure. but um, he's sure. he's a native of the general area mm-hmm. sure right. that that seems very wikiable yeah yeah well it's fine. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 scrolling on the the Oscars page for this year. You know what won best score this year? Chariots of Fire by Vangelis, a man named Vangelis. Yeah, but it's Oscar. also Chariots of Fire, and that was you know like we watched it because in chemistry class in high school we had a very religious teacher. So isn't it about? Oh, <laughs> it's about running. Olympic running. It's about yeah. it's about mm-hmm. it's about British boys running. Yes, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um, we watched that. We watched the Buttercream Gang. Oh, that's a Christian movie uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, I remember no, that one. From, uh, you know, in chemistry class. You know, these yeah. things that we watch in chemistry class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, Seth, you're you're painting a real picture here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The Vangelis Chariots of Fire Oscar beat. It beat. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm, mm-hmm. Fucking wow. me and me and wife of the podcast watched that yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was there are so many. I mean, it's John Williams does the score, mm-hmm. sure, famously, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, there's so much Star Wars in this movie. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Williams is kind of infamous for borrowing mm-hmm. for the crossover. Yeah, like not not the well, main not just themes? from himself. I can't wait oh, until the okay, the fair. the next Indiana Jones has Duel of Fates in it. <laughs> oh when shia labeouf shows up and puts pulls out his double bladed lightsaber yeah because his double bladed knife is is shia gonna be in the next one i apparently not yeah okay. so all sort of i, I think he only acts in indies with people that are like oh i don't want to hire him but i guess it would make our movie he, he more only famous? acts in <laughs> semi-autobiographical indie movies mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 oh, I, can't. I mean the chariots of fire <laughs> score is very famous it's just yeah, like it crazy as a child of the era that i'm a child mm-hmm. of to think that anyone could have beaten raiders of the lost it's art true. You know? mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure okay uh so uh the imdb is a 4.2 mm-hmm. uh lee thoughts on this any movie yeah that's way too high i don't know two <laughs> mm-hmm. og is a two okay yeah mm-hmm. they're 
they clearly are trying to it's the same story that every movie about robots tells it's like what if robots were humans they're just really bad at it like what if they what if they have feelings emotions intelligence autonomy you know it's just a bad version of that movie Mm -hmm. um and the makeup is extensive but doesn't look good it looks stupid as fuck and it's just <laughs> it looks it looks stupid and then when you read about it after the fact and you know that everybody suffered through every second of it you're like and, no and that, we've decided that's andy kaufman died because of it yeah yeah this movie's a two because at some point someone thought they had a great idea slash the people in it commit i don't so, think slash so, is in this who, movie who no mm. who thought they had a great idea was it the writer like i yeah i don't i don't think point, anybody thought this was good like a someone writer thought it was good enough to throw 12 million dollars yeah at me. no, somebody no, no, again, must have I, thought there was something no there. again it was, it was a confluence of weird events where like a writer they bought a script for like four dollars and they were like wait oh we need to test andy kaufman so i guess i don't yeah, know pull something out not, of the bag that doesn't then, explain like, the 12 the 12 millo yeah no, but that's what I'm saying. Like this, fundamentally, the script on this movie was so bad. Do you and think like, that... I don't know who decided. Like, oh, we got to test Andy Kaufman. Let's give him this fucking insane <laughs> robot movie. <laughs> like... Seth, by the way, the movie that Andy Kaufman came to the studio and pitched was. Are you familiar with with uh, Bob Zamunda, which is Andy Kaufman's alter ego uh, insult mm-hmm. comic? Yes, character. his guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tony Clifton. Bob Zamunda is the other guy who plays Tony Bo- Clifton. They, Bob Zamunda they both... is a real human. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andy Kaufman and Bob Zamunda both played Tony Clifton at, yeah. at different times. Sure. That was part of the bit. He was it was the life story of Tony Clifton was the movie. And they're like, Great kid, but first do this robot movie. Oh like, that's, geez. That's a real uh yeah. that's a real like walk hard pitch, right? Like a, a, a fake biography of a fake person. Oh right, yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Well I the the plan was he makes it through this and it's good and then he makes that movie but then he, not good successful then, then this was mm. bad or successful monetarily successful and then this was not that and then he died <laughs> so <laughs> he he died later than I think you think he did in relation to this well right movie. Uh, they they said immediately when they saw the cut even before this movie came out they were like oh we're definitely not going to make your other movie <laughs> this is terrible right yeah his movie <laughs> career was over yeah for sure yeah. um. Seth, mm-hmm. nine. Sweet. Sweet ass. Toy. Yep. Toy. Yeah. I, I know you love a musical. I do. And, uh, Especially a musical that's made for the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and a uh, uh, <laughs> poorly disguised uh, hide-in-the-closet goof. Um, which is which mm-hmm. is yeah. kind of. I, I love a. I do love a restoration play where there is a silk screen that people keep popping in and out from behind. Yep, of. that's that was my intent. I think. I think. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, OG movie uh, zero point six. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. This. Wait. Zero point six. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. No not the opposite <laughs> in fact i i'm just saying that's an incredible score i know i know um lee i again i blame you entirely for making us do this as thing. well you should yes um this was it makes you appreciate other movies more like oh, blanketly that's just by watching like a thing that was so bad and so like in the you know the corporate like 
capitalist mm-hmm. sense where they're just like, and you read the history about it and you're like, oh, okay, they were just trying to get him, Andy going and whatever. And it was just such absolute dog shit. And also like, oh my God, Bernadette Peters, like, uh, thank Christ that she like made a thing out of her career after. I mean, not surprising. Like mm-hmm. she's amazing, but like this was truly i mean it's it's uh holy motors and then like that was oh, right shit. Under there. <laughs> like, really you think this is i mean i haven't seen holy motors oh yet, that was like, a horseshit movie holy no, motors no, what i mean is you think this was that bad yes oh 100 hmm. yeah. wow it was you could watch everyone's re- like i mean i know they're playing robots or whatever but like you're watching the people in the movie like watching them not want to do the thing like you can see it in their mm. eyes they're just like I think I'm better than this. Like the whole time, their their eyes say like I don't want to be here, but it's a paycheck. Their, their and, eyes were screaming. Yeah, <laughs> and they thought it was gonna make Andy famous, and I think Bernadette probably was like, "All right, I'll uh, ride movie, that train." Or time, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and but like they all know that this is terrible. Mm. Yeah, it was just depressing and ugh, yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, That's a Seth, your thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you combined. A very different robot movie and musicals and oh, um, the robots. that was the the, the Randy I I kept yeah, thinking dude. I assumed it was Moon Shoes. <laughs> well, <laughs> also Stravinsky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do really care um, about uh, Le Ballet Russe. I no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> I I loved it. Uh, the the dichotomy of the Randys and the whatnot. Um, yeah. You cast it very well, as uh, unlike this movie, which is cast very poorly. Um, yeah, I'm also gonna go nine. Okay, nine. that's great. Yeah, yeah. I Delta. I actually kind of like I I kind of like this movie. I think the ending needs some workshopping, but like in general, I thought it sure. was a a fun goof movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, or goof music, music, movie, music, musical, or whatever. Anyway. You, you you mashed a bunch of Seussical, all the good stuff together. So. A goofy. Ah uh, no, man. I I Probably was in a performance not. of Seussical, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Not not <laughs> not as an actor in the pit. Like I played in the pit sure. orchestra, and oh, I can see there being a lot mm. of bassoon. No, no, there was none. There was no bassoon. <laughs> I was sitting there for like every single song, and it's like. Tacit, uh, 300 bars. So you have to count that. And then, bop, bop. <laughs> Tacit, <laughs> 200 measures. Bop, bop. To be fair, you, you and chose I was like, to play the bassoon. What the fuck are you doing? Why do you even have me here? There's other instruments that could do this. You, you chose so to play the bassoon. That is kind of... The conceit of the bassoon, right? Is you ish? shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Speaking so, of Stravinsky, what I've heard about Seth, it sounds like the bassoon chooses you. Yeah, it kind of does. Around, it's it's so it's it's really uh, it's point. really all becomes thrust upon it, you. It kind yeah. of did in this in this regard. Yeah. <laughs> um. Regardless. Ah, jeez, yeah. oh, man, I hate Seussical the Musical with a burning passion. That is a. Sh- Shit ass musical. Oklahoma, however, has a very good bassoon part. <laughs> I do like Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful uh, morning is a bassoon solo. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry. 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 It's the the, um, the most relatable. Hey, everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> take a knee. 
Take a knee. We're about to talk about musical bassoon parts. $30,000 instrument. Everybody else take a knee. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how much I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals and playing in them because I get to go. And that's why we need to overtake Phantom. He's a a British nationalist, mostly. Well, that's true. But mostly his bassoon part is... Da 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 Next time, so we, before this episode started, we decided that I would decide what Lee does next. What do you got? Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart beeps. No, I will never listen to my heart beeps ever again. (laughs) I will hopefully drink that out of my mind. We really should just make, like, pitch movies with the same titles. (laughs) Yeah, we should we, we, should, we should pitch heart beeps <laughs> to an executive and see if oh, see if we can get a get a phone number and just keep calling from burner yeah. cells and leaving yeah. long messages. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Okay. You uh, like that? Next time. <laughs> next time Lee is gonna do, I think, my blueberry nights. I I am sure you are gonna choose that one too. Okay. Because he'll do the other one next time. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do again. Lee, you made me watch this godforsaken movie so mm. you have the title my blueberry nights mm-hmm. okay okay oh i have some ideas yeah i mean it might be spelled with a k for all you know my blueberry that's exactly what i was heath, thinking heath too. ledger knights <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i was thinking we'll uh, get there we'll get blueberry there. Okay. we'll see how tale. it plays out yeah all right that'll be good mm. uh, until next time i don't know this movie's exhausting can we just um I guess. That was it, for sure. (laughs) Can we just? Oh. Well. (laughs) We'll see.